then you wake up on payday, you see four or five digits and you're like, hello, <laughs> let's do it. I said that in one of my interviews and they like lit up like this was gospel truth. Welcome to Mean Green Money, the UNT Student Money Management Center podcast that explores everything you need to know to be financially successful in college and beyond. Today we have an interview with a recent graduate, Stephen Lewis, here to talk about life after graduation, including work, friendships, and advice for current students. Hope you enjoy. Could you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, okay. So my name is Stephen Lewis. Um, I'm a fresh graduate, or I still consider myself to be a fresh graduate from UNT. Um, I graduated in December. Of course, I worked as an undergrad in Student Money Management Center, so that's how this relationship, you know, kind of formed and, like, has blossomed. But um, after I graduated, I was like, you know, like, let's hop into corporate America. Let's just do it. And I've actually had three jobs since the job I have now. And mainly that was because I was like, what do I actually want to do? And so I took a job, I took two jobs in downtown Dallas, like at marketing firms, which is what I got my degree in. And I was like, eh, this is kind of cool, but I don't know if I actually want to do like professional selling type things. Um, one, one of them was being a marketer, otherwise like a mass walking distributor of said company and it was like uh i'm not about to walk like to twelve thousand houses in one month and like try to sell something so i was like let me find something else and then i worked at this other like fortune 500 company or it would be in fortune 500 um if it was a public company but it was pretty cool wasn't really about like the work uh work atmosphere and things like that so i came back to unt and now i'm a financial aid coordinator and i'm like loving it even though I don't have a ton to do right now. But yeah, so it's it cool. took, you a, took you a couple of tries, but you found a job that you actually like now. Yeah. You know, like, you know how when you're in college or like when you're a kid and they always tell you, find something that you like to do, they are not lying. Like, definitely <laughs> find something you like to do. Like, make sure the environment is good. Make sure there's like people there that you can mesh with. I've kind of been able to tell that when I'm working, if I would, if I could see myself hanging out with those people outside of work, then I'm in a good place. And where I work now, like even on Friday, me and one of my coworkers, we're going to go see her daughter in a roller derby competition. So it's like, yo, let's do it. Like, I will come to work. We'll talk about it. We'll go out of work and we'll talk about it too. So it's cool. Were you able to figure some of that out from the interview process? Or is that something you don't know until you're actually in the job? I will say like the first two jobs with the marketing companies, it was hinted at during the interview process, but being a fresh graduate and things like that, I feel I could have done a lot more when I was an undergrad to kind of prepare, like, to go through these interviews because there's certain questions that now I know, like, okay, make sure you ask about this. Make sure you ask about this. I never asked about the work environment and things like that. I always just asked, you know, um, what are going to be the types of jobs and responsibilities that I'll be responsible for? Uh, what's a typical work day look like and things like that? You don't really ask about, like, the soft things that honestly can make or break like how your experiences is working there but i'd say now i kind of know like the right questions to ask um otherwise the other jobs i just kind of found out i didn't like it once i was already in it which for me it was kind of like um an internal competition with myself it was like you know what you took this job do you want to like actually keep it for a while because what if somebody sees that you've only worked here for in one case it was like three days in another case it was like three months it was like you know like what if you like don't want to like stay here and things like that and then at the end of the day you always think well what's going to be best for me 
like in the long run, financially, emotionally, physically, things like that. And I feel like that question can definitely be answered by, are you happy in what you're doing? You know? Yeah. Did you get any questions about it when you were interviewing for your current job? Hey, why did you only stay at these other two jobs for a very short amount of time? Well, yeah, actually, um, the one job that I stayed at for about three months, I actually like let them know like, hey, this is the reason that I'm leaving this job. The current job that I have now, I don't even remember reapplying. I applied for it as part of like, You'll see it, but like once you graduate, you're going to apply to a ton of jobs. You know what I mean? Even the jobs that you had internships and things like that, just because you want to make sure that you have something set up. So I even applied to some jobs at UNT because I was already familiar with the system. And, but I'd already had a job when they called me and I was like, you know what? I'm, a, I'm okay. And so in the interview process, they're like, so, you know, we tried to like offer, we wanted to offer you this job, you know, in the past, but you'd already found a job. Like what happened with that? And so, Another thing you'll always find out just like in life is like if you're completely honest, they're going to be able to see it and they're like, okay, let's let's rock with it or unfortunately not this time, you know, but for me, it was good. Let's rock with it. But I told them, I was like, yeah, I didn't like the environment. Um, this is how my superiors treated me. This is the impact that I felt like I was making. I felt like I was robbing people of certain things. I didn't really feel like I was helping people do too many things, but also do your research before you go into these job interviews because sometimes it just takes you saying the right thing. And I definitely say like UNT marketing department prepared me to be able to go in front of somebody and be like, oh, this is what you want to hear. This is what you want to hear. This is great about Steven. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feel like it's better to be honest though because then you actually find out a lot more quickly if those are people that you actually want to work with and it matches your personality instead of just like spitting out the right things. And then, ooh, exactly. This is not the environment I want to be in. When I went through my interview here at UNT, um, I walked out and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get that job because I went in and the people's energy matched mine, which is usually unheard of. Like usually I go in somewhere and I'm like smiling, I'm bouncing all over the place. And they're like, okay, who is this guy? <laughs> but I went in and I was like bouncing a little bit and it was like, like bouncing like harder than I was. And I remember one of the guys, he asked me, he said, this is going to be, this is going to make me tell a lot about who you are. Favorite Halloween costume. Go. And I was like, uh what <laughs> but like i like at that moment i saw wow these people have a sense of humor now what do you guys actually do that like how do you actually get paid other than like laugh and stuff like that so it definitely set down that that groundwork where it's like you know what we can work hard and we can play harder yeah i know like in my interview for my upcoming internship they asked me how would your friends describe you? And there was like my ninth interview of the day, so I was too tired to make something up. So I was like, yeah, probably is a nerd. And then they hired me from that. So yeah. being honest helped me find better people than just like, well, I'm hardworking and honest and diligent and all this stuff. Exactly. It's probably true, but it's not like... It's not like they're not looking for that, those like things. They, they can already see that from your resume. But when they're in this interview, I feel like they're trying to see what is your personality like Will you be able to mesh with our current team? You know, kind of like all those things like that, yeah. which as an interviewee, you don't think about any of that when you're going through the interview yeah, process. You're just terrified. Exactly. You're, you're like, what is the next question they're going to ask? I don't know if I'm going to be able to answer it, et cetera. <laughs> Uh, so what about the financial side of things? Was there a big difference between your first real-world paycheck and what you've been making previously? Oh, my God, yes. So at UNT, and you know this, but, like, you're kind of limited during the school year to only 20 hours a week. And so you have this 20 hours a week plus whatever 
school classes that you're in. So for my case, most semesters, I was in 12 hours of classes. And then on top of that, you have all the extracurriculars and like friends and then trying to sleep and everything. Well, when you become an adult, like they tell you that you have bills and everything, but like no one makes it like obvious that you don't have to like go to class or like test and things like that. Like you literally go to work go home and eat. If you have a dog, I guess, play with that. And then you go to sleep. Like, that's it. So, um, and like, I'm, I'm always going to go back to the third job, you know, that I had for three months. So I was working from 6.45 in the morning to sometimes 6.30, almost seven o'clock in, like, at night. You know what I mean? And so that's like a 12 hour day, like literally. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I want to go home and go to sleep. However, when I got that first paycheck, I was like, oh, this is all worth it. You know what I mean? So some days you wake up and you're like, I don't want to go to this job. And then you wake up on payday and like you see like four or five digits and you're like, hello, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. And so like, like, I know like we talked about a little bit about earlier, like in the agenda is like, how, like, how did you like respond? Like when you like saw such a big paycheck, like rather than like the smaller ones that you usually see. And I was like, you know what? I should be responsible. I worked at the student money management center. I should like put like 60% of this towards my savings. Did that happen? No. I was like, you know what? I made all this money. I worked real hard. I'm going to buy some new shoes and new clothes. But then I was a little responsible. I like, I put like $200 in savings. It was like definitely not a close percentage. (laughs) Yeah. I'm working on it. But I'd say now I'm in a position where instead of getting paid every other week, I get paid monthly. And so it's like, my monthly paycheck is going to be gigantic, which I know I'm going to grin like a chess cat, but I also have to like budget very wisely. So I just plan to like, just pay everything off on the first when I get my paycheck and then put about a little bit over a half in my savings and then give myself a pretend paycheck like halfway through the month, you know? Okay. Yeah. So you're being smart about it. Yeah. You know, Uh, are there any specific financial goals that you're trying to reach? Um, so right now. I haven't been like trying to reach a certain financial goal other than putting at least 40% of whatever paycheck that I have into my savings. Um, I always try to make sure that rent, car note, and all like utilities and like cell phones, stuff like that is paid like as soon as I get any type of money, you know? So that's like pretty cool. But also like I'll do like side job things and I always like remember to tell myself, hey, like still treat yourself you know, maybe go out on Saturday. If none of your friends want to hang out, go and like eat by yourself, which I mean, that's kind of weird to me, but like some people find enjoyment in that. But the premise of it is like, make sure you treat yourself to know, like let yourself know that like, Hey, I'm working hard. I'm working hard for you. Yeah. Did your expenses go up a lot when you graduated and did you end up moving out of Denton and have higher rent and things like that? So the cool thing is when I like, when I started like looking for jobs and things like that, I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want my expenses to like increase dramatically and things like that. So I always told myself like, Hey, you're going to live on a college budget, you know? And if you guys don't hear me, I'm like doing air quotes, but I wanted to live like on a college budget for like another year just to kind of see what's like the financial difference. So I stayed in Denton. Um, actually after I graduated though, I moved into like non-student living apartment. So in that aspect, I guess, like, it went up a little bit, but it was only the initial cost of, like, buying more furniture and, like, things to, like, furnish the house. So, it was, like, a one-time expense versus my rent, like, every month being, like, $1,000. It's still 
550 max. So like that's like really cool. So I see a lot of my friends that graduated with me, they're like living in townhomes and stuff in like downtown Dallas and like moving out of state and they're like, oh my rent is like fourteen hundred dollars like a month and I'm like, huh, nada. Like I'm still living good. As far as like grocery goes, groceries go. It's kind of like 50-50. I feel like I do eat out a lot more because I have more money. But at the same time, I have to like tell myself, Steven, you're not in college anymore. You don't have to eat ramen. You don't have to go to like Taco Tuesday every Tuesday and stuff like that. But being still in this college like type atmosphere, not making such a dramatic like change, it helped me to kind of see like, hey, like all these deals and everything that you use for the last three, four years, you can still continue to use them, but just understand you have more income. And just because you have more income doesn't mean you have to have more expenses. Was there a big difference in how you manage that money through budgeting or just how you think about money when you graduated versus when you were in school? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Once I graduated, I was like, wow, I'm about to have money. I'm about to spend money. So initially, no, I'm not. I'm not like, oh, my gosh, I have more money, more responsibility. I was like, I have more money, more freedom. (laughs) You know what I mean? So um, I went through that kind of mindset. But as far as like how to manage it, I still manage it the same. The only thing is you just add like another like number space. So like you go from like making hundreds of dollars to making thousands of dollars. But with that, typically you'll have more bills that kind of like balance it out. But for me, I'm like, well, I have more savings I have to put in, you know? Yeah, so it is possible to graduate, get a full-time job, and not have a huge dramatic increase. Exactly. It's all about doing the research before you graduate or like shortly after you graduate of like, where am I going to move? How is this going to benefit me financially? And I feel like if people kind of like have the mindset of like, okay, I need to move, but I need to move using the same college budget that I had. Whether that whether you were living on campus, you were living off campus in student living or off campus in non student living, kinda of think of it think of it in that way. Because if you're moving off, unless you just unless you move like with family and things like that, you're not gonna have like some gigantic house and things like that. Yeah. Especially if you move to like a place like Chicago or New York or like San Francisco, you're gonna live in what you thought was a big closet, you know, (laughs) but you're going to be paying like a house note for like this closet. So that's going to like completely like change how like your living goes. You're going to pay 90% on uh, rent and things like that. And you're going to pay like 2% on food and like the rest, like the other 8% on like trying to have fun and like see the city and stuff like that. So I'd say just like understand that, but it's very much possible for you to graduate and not have like some drastic change and be like oh my gosh like I'm hitting the ceiling I'm hitting the ceiling every month when it comes to like being able to afford life how much of a factor was the salary when you were deciding what jobs to take after graduation since I cycled through a couple at first the salary was like probably like within the top two things that I was like looking at but that's because when you're going through school you always compare how much am I paying for this degree versus how much am I about to get paid? How much are my living expenses about to be? And so I was like, you know, it's super important. But then when I got to the third one, I was like, you know what? It's it's not that important because if I'm happy in the job that I'm in, if I like the people that are around me, I'm going to spend eight, nine hours a day at work anyway. And when I get off, I'm still going to be tired. I'm still want to going to go work out. I'm still going to want to go hang out with friends. I bought a new dog recently. So I'm still going to want to go home and give attention to my dog. So you're, you're still not going to have all this time to spend this money, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like 
you have to find what's like an easy medium for you. But I always tell people now, like when you're going into a new job, never go into the new job and think, wow, this is going to be my career salary for the rest of my life. Know that you're going to have growth. You're going to have trenches. You're going to have like little wines in the road. You're going to kind of get around. You know, you might not stay in the same job, like the job I'm in right now. I'll probably stay in it for two and a half years max, but that's why I'm getting my master's here at UNT. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because that, that just works for me best. And then I'll go off into another chapter. And then hopefully from there, I'll know how to mitigate this life on the current salary that I have. And then I'll be like, hmm, let's try something else. But of course, I'm not going to go down. I'm going to go up. You know what I mean? I'll have a whole nother degree that'll like classify me into like a different pay area, if you will. Are you doing your master's right now? Are you waiting until you work at financial aid for a couple of years first? I actually start in August. So, um, yeah, just I just kind of, like, figured, like, not figured all of it out, but, like, solidified everything. Uh, actually, about two weeks ago, once I took the job, I was like, hmm, you guys, like, will pay for some of my school? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Might as well. My grandma always mm-hmm. used to say, make do with what you have. And I have a job at UNT. I get great benefits, great pay, and I try to pay for my schooling. I'm trying to do that. <laughs> Were there any big surprises when you graduated, either uh, the working world or money-wise, that were different from what you expected? Well, of course, I feel like quite naturally, like, the money was, like, a difference. Like, once I graduated, um, it was more the working world surprised me in the sense of I didn't really know that, like, people go and spend 10, 11 hours at the same place every single day. And granted, each day is, like, different every time, but still, like... You go to like you go from home where you sleep for like eight hours to this place where you work for like ten hours and then you go back. You know what I mean? So it's like it's very like routine. And for me, like college was it was crazy. It was like bustle and hustle. It was like oh, you have to do this. You have to go here. You have to go here. You have to go here. It was every day was like so different. In the working world, every day is so much of the same thing. But at the same time, it's so different because every day you're working with different problems. Of course, that depends on, I guess, like what you're doing. If you just have a regular office job, I guess everything can kind of be the same every single day. But you'll find things to make it different. Yeah. Are there changes to your evening or weekend routines that you've had to do to make sure that you still feel as good knowing that your weekdays can be so routine? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't go out on the weekdays anymore. You know, that's because I've graduated and everything. And one of my jobs, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm like still young. Like I only graduated like two months ago. Like, let me see how it will feel if I go out on a Thursday night or something like that. Yeah, I haven't done it since. <laughs> Not that great. <laughs> exactly, you know what I mean? So, like, I still try to do some of the things I used to, and I'm like, nah, that's not really a smart thing to do anymore. But I'd say, like, some things that I'll do on the weekends, I feel like I hang out with friends a lot more on the weekend. I feel like I'm a lot more reserved during the week simply because I know I have to get up the next day and go to work, or I'm, like, preparing something for work for the next day. You know, those things are kind of cool. Um, other than that, I found myself working from home quite a bit, like even like after I'm done with work, like at five o'clock, but that's because I like what I'm doing. And I know that if I do it the night before, once I get to work the next day, it's like, okay, turn it in. What else can I do? And then I'm not only helping me, I'm not only helping my team, but I'm helping the whole department and the university at the same time. So it makes me feel like a little bit better, you know? Have you noticed your relationships with your friends changing are the kind of things that you do together changing since you graduated oh my gosh yes dramatically um 
I I was like under this like notion that once I graduated, like my friends would cease to exist. Like I wouldn't see them anymore. Especially for my centralized friend group, I was the oldest in them. So I graduated, and then you know one of my other best friends, he just graduated this semester. So it's like we're like slowly trickling out. You know what I mean? But I, I thought I wasn't gonna hang out with them at all. I didn't think I would see them at all. But I actually I still saw them just as much. You know when I would get off work. I would go over and we would still hang out, you know what I mean? We would still go eat and stuff like that. Of course, many times they wanted to go do things on campus. I felt like I was this old person, so I didn't want to go. But sometimes I still came, you know, and it didn't feel any different. Where I did feel the change, though, was when I wanted to go out, like, on weekends or on the weekdays that we did hang out, and I was always wanting to go out to eat and stuff like that. And one day, one of my friends, John, he said, you know, Stephen, you have grown money now. We don't have grown money. And I was like, wow, you are right. I do spend a little bit more money than I'm used to, and, like, they're not used to spending that much, you know. So that right there kind of limited some of the things that we could do. But to me, it just showed me, like, hey, you graduated, you're moving on to another chapter. You feel good about yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I can finally afford more stuff than you. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? And it, it was cool since I kept the same college budget. It was cool that I can afford more things, but our expenses are relatively, like, the same. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hmm, Yeah, got it. it's more, more money that you're putting towards fun stuff that you like, not more money that you're putting towards paying really high rent. Exactly. And, it, and I feel like that, get, that got me out and exposed to this, quote-unquote, adult world where you can kind of go where you want to go, do what you want to do. If you want to go out like for dinner and have like four or five drinks, like you can do that. You know what I mean? Like you have money to do that. Yeah, you don't have to cost you a whole week. Exactly. You don't have to think about like, wow, like if I get like four drinks, it's going to be like half of my paycheck for the month. Uh, no, it's going to be like half a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um stuff like that was like really cool and like comforting, but other than that, I f- I feel like it was like pretty regular, you know? Mm-hmm. It was j- it's just how do I feel about it, you know? Yeah, is there anything that you have to do to keep yourself from going crazy now that you have so much more money and uh, there's more temptation to spend it? Yeah, um, I'd say maybe, like, about a month ago, I kind of went through this phase where I was like, Stephen, like, what makes you happy? Like, what makes you tick and things like that? Because um, when I was an undergrad, like, I was such a people person. And don't get me wrong, I'm, now I'm still, like, 99.8% a people person but I had to like scale it back on that 0.02% because I was like you're investing all your time and all your money and like doing things with other people and for other people so what makes you happy you know and so I like I had to think and I was like what can I do to like understand me balance out the fact that yes I have like more of a steady income and like more income But, like, how do I balance it out where I'm just, like, still, like, the same happy person? So, what I did is I got a dog because I realized that with more money, you feel like you want to go out more, you want to spend more. But if I have a dog, I need to be at home more with my dog. (laughs) And so, I mean, it was kind of, like, a bittersweet thing because even though I got, like, this new life to take care of, now I'm a little bit more grounded. I found myself on Amazon buying things for my dog that, (laughs) why? Like, I think so far I've bought... um, I've bought four, like, um, harness leash things. Like, I've gotten some things embroidered. Hey, like, he has, like, his own, like, dog bed. I got, like, the expensive dog food. So, you know, like, it kind of, like, it, balances, it balances out, but it also keeps me grounded in the sense of, like, okay, this is me. 
I still have responsibilities, not just like trying to put money away, like for savings, vacations, etc. Yeah. Is there anything that you wish you would have done differently going from college to real life, I guess? Hmm. I like to think of myself as a no regrets type of person, you know, like the guy like with that tattooed on his chest and he spelled <laughs> regrets wrong. So I feel like that was like my college experience. But I'd say if there was anything that I could do differently during the transition is figure out a little bit earlier what I exactly want. You know what I mean? And always go with my gut decisions. Um, at the last moment, like after I crossed the stage, like it was all planned out. I was going to go to grad school. I'd already had accepted my like GA, like assistantship interviews were going to be in a couple months, everything. I was like, okay, I'm ready for it. And I walked across the stage and I was like, no, but I don't want to go back to school just yet. I want to work. I went with that gut decision and like, I'm loving it. You know what I mean? So it's not something I would have done differently. I would have done the same thing, but I feel like other things I probably would have just like went with my gut decision of like, Oh, do you want to move? Hmm, yep. Let's move. Uh, but then again, I would, wouldn't be in the same situations. You mentioned um, interview questions about kind of the fit and the culture. Is there anything else that you wish you would have done in college to prepare you for working full time? Not at all. Granted, let's get like, let me give you like a little bit of background of like the things that I did in college of like why I don't like have any regrets of like, you know, preparing more. I was like overly involved. Like there are many times that I had maybe two hours of sleep. If that, there are many times I like me and a friend, we like slept in the library and we would take like hour turns of like watching each other sleep or, you know, while we're studying and stuff like that. But I was like in a fraternity. I worked here at the money management center. I was like super involved on campus. I was like, like super involved in like Greek life, like on Greek life boards and things like that. And then even outside of the like campus, like in the community and stuff like that, like all of those things, they taught me the small, like, interpersonal skills, like, not being afraid to talk to somebody, uh, being able to, like, convey your point to somebody. I feel like employers, that's one of the biggest things, like, that lacks in corporate America is the ability for people to convey their ideas to somebody else that things can be collaborated, which I feel like the things that I went through in school, like, you know, working the organizations and stuff, it's like, that's all I did every single day. It was, I used to say this thing to my fraternity brothers. I would always say, closed mouths don't get fit. I said that in one of my interviews, and they, like, lit up like this was gospel truth. <laughs> and I was like, you know, like, this is something I've heard all my life. This is something I said in college probably, like, three times a day every single day. Even the days I did not want to talk, I muttered those words. And it's just like, if you want it, go and do it. And so those things that I did in college, I wanted it, so I did it. And somehow I got the look of the jaw and when they like sent me out to go interview and stuff for corporate America, you know, for my actual jobs and stuff, it was like, hey, like you seem like you went to college and you actually learned what you were supposed to do outside of the classroom, yeah. which I mean, I feel like that's going to be um, a big changing point in a lot of students lives. You know, some people leave college and I've heard this like, you know, through the couple jobs I've had, some people leave college and they're like, wow, that was a waste of time. I just sat through class. But what did you do outside of class? And I usually will ask them that. And they're like, well, I mean, like, I hung out with some friends and I, like, just studied and stuff like that. And I was like, were you in any extracurricular activities or anything? And their response would always be like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, that's why you didn't have a fun time in college. But the people who went through college and they had a ton of experiences and things like that, they come out and they're like, wow, I'm like this changed person. Like, I'm going to New York. I'm changing the world. That's how it happens. At least that's how I feel like it happens. Do you have any advice for people who are still in college and are about to graduate? 
Yes. Live this last semester like it's your last semester in life. Do everything you've like wanted to do like at your university. Like once you leave, you're literally like gone. And like you can still stay around the campus and things like that, but it's not the same because you don't have to go to class and things like that. I actually miss going to class. Like even though now like in my job, I have to go to trainings and things like that, but there's something about like actually going to a class and like actually learning something new. Like don't get me wrong on the job, like you can still like learn new things. But they're specific towards a certain goal. When you learn things in the classroom, they're trying to teach you a general topic, hopefully. Unless, I guess, like you're in like aerodynamics or something like that. Then you're like, I guess, like super specific. But even then, like you can apply the things that you're learning in those classes to a wide variety of things. You know, so I would say if I had any advice, live each semester like it's your last semester, like on earth, not just in college. Be like super proud that you're about to graduate because you put in a ton of work and let everybody, everybody, everybody know. <laughs> like when I say let everybody know, I think I think that my family and friends paid my like first two months of rent outside of college by like me letting them know like, hey, I'm graduating <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> yes, you know, and like it makes you feel good. And like the day of, just like the day that you graduate, just take everything in. Just It's just a regular day that you have a regular ceremony and you take a lot of pictures and that night you'll be so tired. I think the night of my graduation, I went to sleep at eight o'clock. Granted, the night before I didn't go to sleep until like 6 a.m., but still, <laughs> like you're an adult then, but you won't feel it until two or three months down the road that like you've actually graduated and that's completely normal. To not feel it until your friends or like your other peers and stuff go back to school and they go through their first like round of tests and they're like stressing and they're like texting you and they're like, how did you do in this like class? Like, um, for example, one of my friends, Vernicia, she was like, oh my gosh, I have this policy paper due. And I was like, girl, you got it. Just take it one line at a time. Talk to somebody about it. I promise it'll come to you. And so then you realize, wow, I stressed a lot about stuff in college that I didn't really have to stress out about. You know, it was going to get done one way or the other. Yeah. So do you feel like you're a real adult now? Um, In a sense, yeah. I feel like I'm a real adult, but also in the sense of I'm about to go back to school, I still feel like I'm not. <laughs> You know, so it's I'd say it's a little, it's a little crazy. All right, so there's hope. We're gonna we're gonna feel like real adults soon. <laughs> yeah, it'll be cool. I promise. Like, just remember, like, remember who you are. Make the world know who Becca is, because I think the world's starting to know who Steven is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back and letting us interview you. Do you have any final words of wisdom or things you would like to share? Go out, be great, and always keep a smile on your face. Once again, that was Stephen Lewis, recent UNT graduate and current UNT employee. The Student Money Management Center is your on-campus resource for all things personal finance. More information can be found at moneymanagement.unt.edu or by stopping by our office at Chestnut Hall 313. Any feedback or ideas for the show, as well as additional questions for Stephen, can be sent to money.management.unt.edu. If you enjoyed the show, please spread the word to your fellow students. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful week.